Do you hear that? That is that fantastic finale music leading us into this podcast. Welcome and welcome to Mickey Kingdoms. This is our topic of the week segment where one of us each brings our topic that we want to talk about this week. It can be anything. Parks, movies, crazy ideas, whatever you'd like that we're going to talk about. Hi, welcome to Mickey Kingdoms. Welcome to episode six. I'm Steve. I'm Sarah. And uh, we're going to go over our topics of the week. Sarah, what is your topic of the week? My topic is the trailer for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was basically the only uh, Disney Plus movie trailer we got during the big game. So uh, tell me what you think of the trailer. I liked it. I really liked the like um, relationship counselor bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're two guys that don't really get along too well, but they got to work together. It's 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 funny. I like their dynamic. So um, I haven't seen any other trailers. So I don't know what is new, what isn't. So for me, it was all new. Um, so it was there stuff that you hadn't seen before? Yeah, a lot of this trailer is brand new. Uh, the previous trailers were all very brief and short. We've, we had already seen, like, some scenes of Falcon flying around in that canyon. And, uh, um, you know, that's basically been the focus of a lot of things. Um, but this trailer, like, we have um, Baron Zemo with his purple mask is there. Um, and he's back from uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, excuse me, from the Civil War. Um, and uh, it's going to be, uh, it looks like it's it's going to be a, a you know, an action movie every week. It's going to be really, really awesome. And I can't believe we're getting this literally like a week after or two weeks after WandaVision ends. Yeah, looking forward to it. It looks a lot of fun. Where do you think this is going to be in the timeline, in, one, in the, the MCU timeline? Um, I don't know. Probably not long after... Um, end game, I would think. Like they're still yes. trying to figure themselves out and and how to live in a world without cap and and everything. Yeah, it's curious because we know that Spider Man Far From Home, which came out before WandaVision, basically takes place almost a year after Endgame. So it's like and WandaVision's only three weeks. So um, while I wonder if this is, you know, maybe Baron Zemo's trying to take control of, of society with, maybe he was blipped and came back and now he's like sees an opportunity to take control of something. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just curious if, like everything is as it seems. Like, what if Wanda has done something and then like, you know, midway through this show like all of a sudden some characters you don't expect show up you know what i mean like anything can happen that's true i don't know um so i was a little uh bummed we didn't get an eternals trailer i i totally got duped by 
uh, a teaser on, on, on YouTube. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be an Eternals trailer. Um, or even a Shane Chi trailer, because that comes out this summer. That still has a summer date, so um, we'll see if it moves or not. But uh, we must be getting a Shang Chi trailer really soon. Um, this is really going to be the year of the MCU because of things being delayed. We have MCU projects every month, all year, and that is so exciting. Yeah, we're getting spoiled. Um, okay. Uh, so my topic of the week is going to be the Star Wars Outpost in downtown Disney. Um it opens up on February 18th, and in the announcement, they were talking about how the Imagineers were um, hard at work reimagining the building to reflect a um, a base from uh, Yavin 4. Well, I'm a little disappointed. Have you seen any have... photos of it? I have not. Why are you disappointed? Well... It's like they literally just decided to, you know, those like nettings of camouflage. They just draped that over parts of the building, um, added some cables, three satellite dishes, a couple panels, and that's it. And then they burned like an area to make it look like it maybe got hit by something. And and that's that's it. Like I'm you don't surprised. Think they're, gonna it? they're gonna what? You don't think they're gonna add more or change more? Well, they've slowly been adding more, and it's opening in 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 basically a week from now. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing much more, and it's 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 a bit of a bummer. It, it, like it, when you announce that Imagineers are hard at work at reimagining the building, this is something anybody could do. When you when you tout the Imagineers, that's something that's supposed to be something like you know special. Yeah. Um, like they did put Ray Speeder out there. Um, and, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I'm also, because Landry's, the restaurant company technically owns the look of the building. I'm not sure if they've done enough to not get in trouble. Maybe Landry's doesn't, he wants a good working partnership with Disney since they have, uh, rainforest cafes and T-Rex cafe and other areas like Disney, Disney Springs. So they probably are working with Disney and they're not going to, you know, raise a stink about it, especially with how rough the restaurant industry has been this year with COVID. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting. I can't wait to go because I'll be in downtown on the 22nd. So after it opens, I'll definitely be checking out the Star Wars trading outpost um, and see what's going on in there. But uh um, yeah, I was just expecting more. Now I'm like, my expectations for inside are very, uh, you know, very tempered now. I think it's just going to be like shelving and I don't know how themed the inside is going to be. If it's just the old rainforest theming, I have a cafe theming. I feel like that's what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be that much change. Well, hopefully um, they blow your mind. Yeah. Well, I, I just, yeah, I mean, you know, it's also a time thing. Like, it's happening this fast. Um, but once it's open, obviously, they're not going to be doing more work on it. So it is what it's going to be what it's going to be. But maybe it's it's just not a long-term solution. Maybe it's just a for the next couple years type thing. Or maybe it's, yeah. you know, maybe they wait until they decide to turn the rest of it into a restaurant, and then maybe they do a full renovation. 
I don't know. Um, okay. Well, that, I think, is our two main topics. Not that much other news in the Disney sphere this week. Um, well, I, have you seen the Chevy um, electric vehicle uh, commercial with the hitchhiking ghosts? With the hitchhiking ghosts, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they have a they have a marketing deal together. So they've they've had a few other. I think there was one ad including Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Oh, really? Um, yeah. There's been several uh, Disney. Uh, they have a whole marketing uh, deal uh, for the new electric vehicles. So um, right. that's a little uh, little dose of Disney in your in your life um, so uh shall we move yeah, on guess, to wandavision yeah so uh we'll we'll start talking about wandavision right after the bumper Okay, Sarah, what did you think of WandaVision this week? Uh, bonkers. Um, mm-hmm. I At the very end, I was mouth agape. I was, ah! Uh, yeah, we are full spoilers, by the way. If people haven't been listening, this, this is full spoiler review of WandaVision. Oh, absolutely. Spoiler filled. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when, when they have the big reveal at the end, I did it was surprising they did get me um because i mean they announced that there was going to be you know a big reveal so of course everyone is speculating and trying to figure out i don't think it's this one this is not on the level of of the mandalorian one possibly not but also because it's been announced that there's gonna be a big reveal it's less you know, shocking, you know, and, yeah. and, but in still in general, it's like, you know, everyone starts speculating who could it be. And I can honestly say I did not read, think, or see that anyone thought it was going to be Evan Peters's Quicksilver. Yeah. Unfortunately, this did leak a couple weeks ago. I did not see or know the footage, but I know. You you could have found the footage of him as Quicksilver a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh, okay. People were very people were very good about not spreading it and stuff. Um, also, it was you know, it was mentioned that he was casted like you know a year ago when when One Division was filming. His uh, casting was announced, but most people did not think that him being Quicksilver was really a thing. They probably thought it was going to be something else because we've had plenty of people from other non-Marvel Marvel movies get recast as something else in Marvel movies. Well, yeah, um, Captain America used to be <laughs> Yeah. in Fantastic so, Four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it also came out in an interview uh, a few weeks ago that Patrick Stewart uh, um, um, Dr. I mean, Professor X himself had actually had discussions with Kevin Feige about Professor X coming oh, okay. back. He said he turned it down. And this and he said he spoke to Feige 
I believe it was in late 2019, which is right when WandaVision's in pre-production. So mm-hmm. was this supposed to be maybe Professor X or are we going to have some other mutants popping up uh, from that universe? Is Daddy Magneto going to show up? <laughs> um, so this could go into our theories. Um, we Well, we can do a quick summary of the episode. Um, so basically, Wanda is losing, is, is losing control a little bit. Um, Vision is very much this episode very suspicious about what's going on. Um, this they have a, their a twins. Nice, mm-hmm, they have this was a nice 80s homage with the intro. You know, what show to, is that supposed to be? Because I had no idea. Well, there's one at Wonder Years. Um, you know, the, the, the intro of them running through the park is, is Full House. It's a mix. It's Wonder Years, uh, Full House. Um, Family Ties, you know, oh, it's a bit of all I of guess. those. I didn't really um, catch any of them, but okay. And um, we have, um, yeah, you have Vision being suspicious uh, throughout this episode. Um, and the rules of what is happening are becoming more and more, um, I guess, noticeable. Um like uh, Vision even points out, every time Agnes comes in, it's because she comes in with exactly what is needed, and Wanda is very much pulling the strings. Like at the beginning of the episode, Agnes comes in because the babies are crying. Wanda's like, "Why won't you uh, listen to me?" And then all of a sudden, Agnes comes in. Poof! She's like, "I'm here. I heard you guys need a babysitter." Blah blah blah. And then Vision actually is like, "No, I don't think so." And then all of a sudden. That breaks what was happening. And Agnes like, you want me to take that from the top? Like, you know, just like an actor, like messing up a scene or whatever. And then um, it sort of gets really awkward. And she ends up, and then, uh, you know, Wanda's still like, no, no, take care of the kids. And it ends up still happening. But like, Vision's even like, Wanda, did, did you not notice that? That was really bizarre. And she's like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um um then what else then uh after that um you have darcy and uh um you you find out that wanda is actually manipulating items because of um monica rambeau after getting her x-rays i mean her cat scan which they is just washed out and very bright hmm, i wonder what that means what do you think that means oh she's got powers She's probably got some powers. Or she's got these these radio waves. These, these oh, CMBR waves are probably you know really have are really affecting her. Who is the engineer you think she contacted? I think that's just a throwaway sentence where it can be used in the future for someone. I don't think they even know yet who that is. Um, oh, okay, okay. It it could be Reed Richards. It could be. Um, you know, it, it, from Fantastic Four, it could be. I think it's Hank they? McCoy from X Men. So you think he, he's already there? You think he's already in the world, in the outside yep. world? Wanda's yep. pulled him in, or like I guess. So Wanda's affecting the whole world already. Possibly. Interesting. 
Um, he's not an aerospace engineer, though. I don't believe. Yeah, he is. He created the the X Men um, chip. Okay. Um, and uh, so, and uh, then there, Monica just has a bit of a epiphany. And it's like, hey, where's my, my outfit? Because they're like, hey, your outfit stayed your outfit when you left the bubble. and Or the hex, they call it now, because it's hex-shaped. Obviously, a hex is a witch term to, to hex somebody. Um, and uh, she shoots it. And they notice that it's bulletproof because she went in with Kevlar. So basically, Wanda is rewriting real stuff. Like, it is really happening. Um and so it's not it's not smoke and mirrors. It's things are changing and are staying that way. Um, we also then find out that um, Wanda has actually stolen a Vision's corpse from Sword, um, which seemed like that was originally supposed to be a post-credit stinger after Endgame, but Endgame being such a final moment they decided not to use it and i guess they're reusing it now just to give us a little backstory of what happened um there's some theories that some people say that that's not wanda what do you think i have not heard that theory um i would be surprised if it wasn't wanda yeah i think it's wanda i think it's wanda someone might be affecting her but also you know um the director of sword says hey you know they uh visions wishes was to not be turned into a weapon well what is sword doing there? exactly are they using why, him to make weapons why uh, why sword is messing with him years. they're gonna use because he didn't get blipped so he's been they've been probably doing stuff for five years yep um which is probably why sword has a lot of really fancy tech um because they're probably learning a lot from vision's body so and this also makes some stuff a little disturbing because yes she is either she has revived vision in some way or she's just manipulating his dead corpse which is super gross which is very awesome oh, robot it's not it's not organic um well, so we baby, then have organ, that mm-hmm. organic stuff going on yep um so what happens is um, Monica Rambeau's also goes, hey, she she rewrites history to fit the time period. So she's like, well, why don't we use something where she doesn't have to rewrite it to fit the time period? So they use an 80s-style drone, go in there. Um, you know, Monica Rambeau's in control of the drone. They find Wanda. Wanda comes outside with her kids. Um, is obviously very unhappy with the look. She has, she gets the witch power red in her eyes. Monica's like, Wanda, we're just, we're just trying to communicate with you. Blah blah blah. And uh, then she loses control, and uh, sword, another sword agent has taken control of the drone and shoots a missile. Well, tries to shoot a missile. We don't see it happen at Wanda. Yeah, just plain rude. Uh, you, you hear like an explosion of some kind. Um, then all of a sudden, they hear something outside. There's there's a they have some kind of alarm set up to where it seems that there's activity at the bubble or hex. Um, everyone's running out there. Wanda comes out dragging the drone with the with 
you know, a whole bunch of agents just having their lasers aimed right at her from their rifles. She throws that direction. She's like, hey, well, she says something about, hey, was this yours? Yeah, and um, with the full-on you notice her, her Sokovia. It's it. It's a. It's an in-betweener. It's 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 you. I watched Age of Ultron. That accent is thick. That is one thick Sokovian accent. This is more reminiscent to like Civil War accent, where it comes in and out, which is I guess the point is she's losing it slowly, um, and she doesn't have it in in the in the hex because she's trying to be an American housewife from sitcoms. Um, but yeah, she has full-on uh, accent. Uh, the director's like, hey, you're the bad guy. You have you have 3,000 hostages. She's like, this is my home. Leave me alone. Don't come in my home. He's like, well, we have to like get these hostages out. And she's like, you don't want to mess with me. And uh, she does this really cool scene which is very reminiscent of what Magneto has done in multiple movies and comics. She just takes, instead of Magneto controlling the metal of the gun, she takes control of literally all the officers with rifles and aims the gun, poof, all the guns right at the director, all the lasers are pointed right at yep. him. Um, she's like, leave me alone. She, uh, Monica Rambeau is like, hey, you thought I was a you know, an ally, you brought me in. You, you, cause here's an example, John, I mean, um, um, John Wu. Yeah. Uh, he was, Jimmy. Like, he had a feeling that he was not Jimmy. Wu, excuse me. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Wu had a, had a feeling that he shouldn't go closer. It should be, it was telling him to go away. Well, she seemed to have, be pulled in and Wanda. And so she's like, Hey Wanda, I'm your, I'm your, uh, ally and uh, Wanda's like uh, went right back in. She seemed to add either maybe to reinforce it because uh, now it's it's instead of being almost invisible or see-through it's like red. It, it is red. She did some type of spell and now it, it looks like it's a hard shell which may may show why in, in some trailers we see a truck trying to break in and it just hitting it and not going through. Um so, next thing you know, um, oh, I, I skipped the uh, the the kids are washing the dog, uh, a dog in the sink. Um, the kids are like, "Can we keep him? We found the puppy." Wanda's like, "Well, you know, you're very you're you're very in charge." This is literally right before the the drone comes. Um, they're like, "Hey, you're you're very you you know you have to be responsible to to look after a dog." Um, uh, she also you know, the dog, what are we going to name him? The kids basically age themselves up to 10 years old. They're just like, we're 10 now. You know, Wanda has, doesn't seem to have any control over this. Um, they're like, oh, what should we name the dog? Um, and then the dog goes near the outlets and the spark kits. And Ag Agnes is there. It's like, what about Sparky? <laughs> and, of course, this is a reference to Sparky from the Vision comics. Um, and... Uh, um, you know, Wanda then just creates a a dog collar right in front of Agnes, and Vision's like, "Hey, I thought we weren't supposed to do our powers in front of people." And he's like, "Wanda, this is really weird. You and me, you're very in sync. This is you're just." And she's like, "I don't, I don't care. I'm tired, Vision. I don't want to hide anymore." And so she is definitely losing control. Is tired. This is wearing her out. Um, 
So, and then of course, then the, the whole drone scene happens. They go back after, after the drone scene, um, Sparky is missing. Um, they find Agnes like hiding in a bush. Very bizarre. Um, with with the dog and that she's before that, he, um, they come across the mailman, and I feel like he's super sketch. There's something going on with that mailman. Yeah, he's weird. He's he he's he's a bit weird. I just don't know what to make of him. Like there's I, there's no clues about anything. There's just something off about him. Um, but so they go to the looking for the dog. Agnes like has this wrapped up dog, which I guess had eaten her poisonous plants. Um. And uh, a very revealing conversation happens here where she, the kids are like, hey, you know, revive Sparky. live And then what's interesting is she says that she cannot, things are dead or dead. She cannot revive things. Like some things you just can't undo. There are rules. And so you could take it two ways. Is she just being hypocritical? Or is this will lead to the end of the uh, of the episode can she not revive things but she can maybe bring them from somewhere else um so um after that we head back home vision is still um you know upset um their fight oh vision has vision has his moment at work where uh he 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 they get an email from Darcy and Sword and everyone's really creepily reads it out loud all of a sudden. Everybody's just like reading it. And it's and then he uh he goes to his coworker and snaps him out of whatever control Wanda or this world has of him and all of a sudden he's like, Where's my sister? I need to call her. She's taking care of my mom. He is like super frantic, very scared. He's like, She she she's she's in control. She she's in my head. And listen it hurts, yeah. And so Vision doesn't know what to do and just puts him back into his <laughs> trance. Uh, so obviously he's connected to the Mind Stone, so he has some type of control of how to get people in and out of this of this control that Wander or whoever is in control of this. Um, he, when he gets back home, him and Wander are having a conversation. He's like, something's going on. You are in control of this. She gets all upset. He's upset. She's like, uh, she, he, she's like, well, she's like, well, you can't control me like I control you, and she's like, can I? And then obviously, right now, she can't. And then the credits start rolling while they're fighting. Yeah, she's like the end. <laughs> yeah, she's like the credits start rolling, and then they enter the other room, and then it it cuts to more cinematic uh, angles. There's no more credits, and they have their little standoff. That you know they're. They're both floating. She's got her power. She's like, Wanda, I can't. What's outside of Westview? What he is, doesn't remember she, anything all, beforehand, too. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember anything before, like, Westview, and which is, like, only a few weeks. Um, and she and they start calming down. She, she says that, um, do you really think that I'm controlling everybody outside, walking their dogs, doing their chores? And it's like, you know, maybe like did did someone help her set up this world and she only directly like is in control with certain parts um anyways they go they're like sit down um then all of a sudden the doorbell rings and she's like i didn't do that 
And Vision's like, ha ha. She's like, no, I didn't do that. She goes to the door, opens the door. From the back, we see, this is what's interesting, because I watched the scene to make sure. We get the wavy, like, grayish black hair, just like Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. And then we see from the other angle, and we find out it's the X-Men Quicksilver from Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. And what is going on? You know, dogs and cats living together. Everything's crazy right now. Um, what do you think is going on? I think it's the twins that pulled him in. And I think that for a few reasons. One, clearly they have magical powers. They can age themselves up and down. Well, not down yet, but, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, she had mentioned her brother. She misses him, etc. So I think the twins were trying to get him, her brother. But one, it's the 80s. Um, so they took the 80s version. And two, it's the surviving one. It's one that's alive. So, you know, maybe that's just how, you know, they compensated or whatever. So that that's my theory is that it's the boys who did it. So you have Wiccan and you have Speed are the boys. Do you think just Wiccan did it? I don't know the comics. I don't know the extent of what they can and cannot do. But I, I just from the show... Um, they have think, powers. Do you, them, do you think her not bringing Sparky back made them be like, hey, we'll take in charge? Because why did they just not bring another Sparky back then? Well, because it, it, it they see that their mom is hurting and misses her brother, and she used him as an example of why you can't bring things back. Um, so they couldn't revive the dog. They wanted that dog. Um, so I guess they just tried to find the best, next best thing for their mom. Okay. So I believe we have, this is the beginning of the multiverse of madness. Cause we know they've already said basically this, this phase of the MCU is going to be very focused on the multiverse um, and leads into um Spider-Man, which which has all these casting rumors and, and casting, not just rumors, confirmations of actors from multiple different Oh my god. I'm gonna <clears throat> die. Um, and uh, we have Doctor Strange, which is literally has the movie, The Multiverse of Madness. And there were, did you hear about those Chris Evans rumors from a few like three weeks ago about him coming back as Captain America? Yeah, and he keeps saying that he's not well, um, I here's the thing. I believe he's true. He's not coming back as Captain America. He's going to come back as, as uh, the Human Torch and as Hydra, Captain America in the multiverse. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um. So, this, if your theory is right, that means those kids are probably going to become the bad guys. I would think because because this is like whoever's creating this multiverse is going to be the bad guy. Or is connected to the bad guy, obviously. So we maybe the kids go bad. Maybe the kids aren't really wicked and, and speed. Maybe they're not that, you know, the, the movies do different comics. Maybe they're 
you know, controlled by Mephisto, even though the more we go, the less, the less there is to Mephisto, the less there is to someone else, even Agnes being Agatha, like that's still possible, but, um, I'm starting to doubt that there's like someone else pulling the strings, not to say that someone else didn't help, uh, Wanda set this up, but it's definitely her in control. Um, and now is the things happening out of her control? Is it because she's tired and can't control it and she's still doing it? Or maybe she broke or tore a fat, tore apart the multiverse because of this. Um, I don't know. Um, but my theory is it's Wanda. She's, she pulled, especially with rumors of other X-Men coming in, um, like the kids to me, they don't know these people. Like, why would they pull them in? Um, um, like, yeah, she mentions uh, her brother, but like for the other characters come in, I feel like, oh, the kids pulled this character, but then all the other characters get pulled in by Wanda, I feel would be a little weird. Um, and uh, it's, it's, they're, they're messing with us. This is, this show is just, uh, it's so good. Um, it, it brings so much discussion. Like every episode of this, uh, of this show probably brings me like 10 to 15 hours worth of research and podcast listening and, and, and stuff just every week. Um, and, uh, it's, it's very exciting. Um, I know some people are not happy. They don't want the X-Men from the X-Men universe. Oh, also one way you can find a lot of things out is if you watch Disney plus with the odd, the visual description. So this is for people who either are, or can't see very well or whatever. They literally, it literally says, Pietro from the X-Men <laughs> So in the in the description of the scene. So you know it's not like cuz Dar you know Darcy's like oh they recast Pietro. He's not been recast. This is this is the other Pietro. Yeah. Which in in those movies Wanda's not in it. So we we don't know if he even knew his sister at that point he didn't even know his dad until the movie because she's like oh my mom like knew a guy who had those powers because i literally went back after this episode and watched days of future past um and because mainly because i only wanted to watch the kitchen scene where he's doing his power thing where he's moving <laughs> everything around the best scene in the movie and I just kept watching the movie um today's future past is a great movie yeah. that's probably the best of the x-men movies. oh yeah um, so I guess those are our theories. Um, have you seen the trailer for next I week? I have not. So, um, it looks like, uh, next week's going to be the nineties. I think that's going to be the trick or treat episode, um, which is going to be interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. Um. Also, do you think Monica Rambo has her powers, or is that just a little uh, nod to her getting them, her CAT scan coming off all bright like that? I'm not sure. I feel like it's a possibility that she has them, but she doesn't know mm -hmm. that in any way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for this week. 
on our spoiler recap and discussion on WandaVision. Um, we're going to go right into our Disney Gems. And now for our Disney Plus Gems. Sarah, what's your Disney gem? My Disney Plus gem is the Rocketeer. Ooh, that was actually one of the first things I watched on Disney Plus. I figured you. you so were tell me about the Rocketeer. Why, why is it? Well, amazing? you're a big fan. Um, well, I just—it's very Art Nouveau. It's 1938 LA. Um, it's very old school superhero. Like the guy finds a jetpack and then decides to like fight gangsters and Nazis. And like, who wouldn't do that? <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah, it's it. It's yeah, it's a good classic movie. Um, I love the style. I love the bar that's in the dog. Um, you know, the the dog shaped bar. Um, just the happenstances of him, of these these guys having stolen this this attack that ends up in his plane because they hit it there, and he he gets it, and now he has this, you know, fancy rocket system. It's very much iron. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, and there are rumors that they're gonna make another movie. Um, there was talked of a script, um, and obviously there's the kids Rocketeer, which they have on Disney Kids, I believe. It's like a little, it's like little mini Rocketeer. <laughs> that um, sounds adorable. And um, and uh, so yeah, you have uh, the Rocketeer is a great movie. That's a great pick. Um. That's also very much in the old serial style, like Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, Rocketeer. Great What's pick. your Disney Plus gem? My Disney Plus gem is Pixar popcorn. So, so that a bunch of just little shorts came out. I believe it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, most of them don't have any dialogue except for the bunny and uh, ducky ones <laughs> um i'm very curious they're very fun some of them are better than others uh the, my favorites are the duck and bunny oh, ones yeah. uh, they're hilarious he and peel are just gold and that and those um but i'm very curious if they're gonna do more of this because you don't have to pay for voice actors when you have no audio that's so true however even it, when they're just laughing um they have like all these different international voice actors. It's crazy. Yeah. When you see the the credits yeah. and stuff, because uh, yeah, it's mm. it's uh, why. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, there's there you don't have to get you know a, a voice script or anything like that. So it's kind of any idea you have, you can just kind of create without yeah. having to worry and, about you know, the. the the animators at Pixar get to uh, practice their craft. There was an, uh, there was a, you know, there was an interview. They're saying, "Well, this made us think of a different way. How can we get more little things on Disney Plus that we can pump out?" You know, you know, they obviously they still want a good story, but they can pump out content much faster with these short little popcorn shorts. Um, and obviously, it gives it gives the animators more work and and practice in their craft. Um, it's a fun, fun little thing, and this is actually a tip that you gave me 
So there's about like there's between eight and ten uh, shorts, but if you go to the end, you can push play all because um, they're each they're each anywhere between like thirty seconds and like a minute, um, a minute and a half. And I know you told me go to pl- go all the way to the bottom and play all, so you can just watch them all through. That way, you don't have to go through credits every time. Um, it is it is a time save. And uh, I actually liked. Did you notice the Pixar lamp? It was different every time. Yes, yes, it was very cute. It, it, it was very much different intro each time, and uh, him doing a different thing every time. It was very, very fun. Okay, is that all you so, got? That's all I got. Um, what do we have next? Kingdom next, we have Keeper. our Kingdom Keepers segment, our theme park segment. And now for our theme park segment, Kingdom Keepers. Sarah, what you got this week? Well, it is the 20th anniversary of California Adventure. It's 20 years old. Yeah, this this being the 20th anniversary, I think we sh- we might just go over some of our favorite things and favorite memories from California Adventure through the times. So, so Sarah, name what some of your favorite things or favorite memories you you have from California Adventure. Oof. Um. I like the grizzly ride, the the water ride, even though it hasn't really been on it much lately. But it's just kind of every time you go on it, you see people leaving and they're not wet. And then I get on it and then I get soaked. Um, Uh But it's always a fun, refreshing ride. You usually end up getting to know the people in the raft with you. It's, It's a good time. And... Okay, oh, yeah. okay, your turn. Go you you go for something. I got to think of stuff. Um I love when I took our mother on the Twilight Zone Tower of <laughs> was a highlight because she didn't know what she was in for. She is not a fan of heights. She is not a fan of that dropping feeling. And I told her hey, we're going on a dark ride. You know, we're just going up there. All the people you see screaming, that's nothing. Ignore that. And, uh, well, it was very fun, even though I had nails, like, that dug in into my arm because she was so scared and holding onto my arm with all her life. She still said she didn't regret it, and when it became Guardians, she did that willingly. I don't know about willingly. <laughs> Well, we told her it was worth it, and she was like, yes, it was fun. I liked it. I'll never do it again. Um, And um, also, um, another one of my favorite things is California Adventure has has a lot of food, well, has a lot of food festivals, not to the extent of um, Epcot, but um, the Food and Wine Festival, if you can ever go to to it at DCA, especially when they open back up, um, is always a lot of fun. Tons of great food. Um, they also have demonstrations from chefs. Um, you know, you, you, they even have classes you can take. It's that is an event that every year um, is just better and better. Um, and uh, there are rumors that they are really going to focus on 
doing those moving forward once they reopen and really have California Adventure be that festival park, sort of like Epcot is at Disney World. So what's 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 another thing that you 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 remember about California Adventure that you love? Hello? Do you not Sarah, hear me? Sarah, hello? Oh, here oh we weird. Go. I didn't hear you for a second. All right. Um well, back in the day we had the the tour, the bakery tour. Um but that's not around mm -hmm. anymore. The bakery tour is uh, still there. You don't do the tour. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but you, you can't. You can still do the tour. You can. You, they they got rid of the uh, the tortillas, the the, the the sourdough tour. There's still the tour on the on the screens and stuff. Yeah, but you can't do, you the, do the, the, the walking in and then you eat your tortilla. It's different. For for the bakery for the for Boudin's, you can yes. For the other side, which is the tortilla one. That's gone. And that's been replaced by Curious. Yes, that's what I meant. Um, okay. And then uh, what else is fun? Oh, oh, um, uh, um, um, what's it called? Um, World of Color. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not a person who is easily fascinated by lights and sound and all that stuff. Like, it's really not something I'm often impressed by but world of color is something that did and still continues to impress me and it is fun and uh I yeah world, world of color is great um the way it's 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 modular and and the, with the technology that they can change it like they can have a, a halloween version like the halloween one they had two years ago because last halloween didn't happen was a lot of fun um then you know they they they've still been trying to work out some of the kinks of how quickly they can switch over from from show to show but then they have the christmas version um i know they planned on having a chinese new year and i don't believe i don't know if that was ever completed but uh what's cool is yeah they, they keep changing the show up and it's 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 hard to explain when you're there it's the height that these fountains go and the way they have even the the, the Ferris wheel and the the roller coaster is part of the show. It's just so cool. Yeah, to me, it's also like the transition from song to song. And then they have the fire for the Pirates of the Caribbean. It just puts you in a good mood. It's just a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I'll see one. Well, my last thing, so I'll make it three for me is even though I am not a huge fan of the movies, I'm not a huge fan of of, of cars, but the land is incredible. Um, the, the you know Radio Springs Racers is an amazing ride. It is test track. You're it's it's a massive dark ride. You have these these car sized animatronics. The effects are awesome. Their mouths are moving. Yeah, it's impressive. You know, it's it's you know it's an amazing ride. It's thrilling. It's fun. Anybody can get on this ride pretty much. I think it has a height limit, but it's like 36 inches. So, you know, that's pretty much for the whole family. Um, and, uh, um, I just also, I cannot wait for Avengers. Games. <laughs> I can't, I, that is the one thing is I don't have it. No more annual passes. 
right when Avengers Campus opens, and oh my goodness, do I just want to go to Avengers Campus? <laughs> do you have another I more thing? One do. last thing. I do. Uh, I very much miss the Aladdin show. I love yes. it. Genie was amazing. It was always had pop, like recent pop culture references that were updated constantly. It was hilarious. It was it's such a good show. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was that was just the perfect show. It, like you said, it was something that stayed relevant with with the jokes changing with Genie, staying current. Um, obviously the Frozen show is very well done, also very high production values, but it just doesn't have that repeat viewing that Aladdin exactly had. like I like, saw it I've... I'm good <laughs> like it's it was very impressive it's very nice for it was beautiful really well done but I miss Aladdin <laughs> yeah it's I think I've seen the Frozen show twice and it's been out several years maybe three years at this point but Aladdin was like we almost never missed it if it was there and well, we didn't wait, we wouldn't wait in line very long. But if, 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 if the show was in the next like 20 minutes and we were in that area, we were yeah. doing it. We're like, yeah, let's go sit down, enjoy the show. Um, yeah, it's, I wonder if they regret that a little bit because, um, obviously Frozen is huge, girls love it. Like, people love the show. Both times I went, like, kids are singing to it, very excited, much more than Latin. So it's one of those things where, you know, kids, they have the new Aladdin movie now, so maybe, but obviously kids are much more connected to Frozen. Um, and uh, we'll see with this whole annual pass change, are they going to be catering more to repeat visitors or, or not? Um, that's going to be very interesting. We'll see. Um, okay. Well, I think that that is going to make our discussion about California Adventures 20th anniversary that wraps up our episode six of Mickey Kingdoms um, won't you join us next week and one more thing we are all on social media just search Mickey Kingdoms on Twitter on Instagram and on Facebook <laughs>